Blog Talk Radio. Winning is now, 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 now. Hey, they don't like us, we don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? Right, right, right? At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this squad. You got to run the ball. Stop the run, you run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. Early, early. And you got to pressure the passer. Wentang's in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon, Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Touchdown! Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, the Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> He's a token. He's a Do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? But do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You saying we going 16-0, huh? 16-0, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You you know, he just got to the Messiah. Obi, and the one and only, Shake Montana. Now, is that man with a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shake Montana. not shakes it's not you in the box uh yeah we just chilling today man uh new york john blues week five um <clears throat> currently wrapping up tonight i think it starts I think it's monday night football is already getting going so uh monday night will be the last game ravens indianapolis uh, which is going already baltimore's got the ball fourth and five baltimore 28 uh to wrap up week five um before the gentlemen get up in here, we get to discussing New York Giants. 
single person who's listening right now would like me to start talking about. I'm just not going to do that without my fellow compadres here at the moment. So we'll just get into some of the early slate games that were there again tomorrow. Nacho Average Tuesday. We'll get into a lot of this stuff and a lot of different games. A lot of the other slate, the the morning slate that was going on. Uh, another overtime game this week. Uh, so we'll see definitely how those things go. Um, as soon as these other brothers get on up in here, uh, we'll definitely get to talking about your New York Giants Blues football team. Uh, let's run through some of these morning scores. Of course, uh, everyone woke up at 6 a.m. and watched that London game. Uh, Atlanta Falcons beating the Jets 27-20. Um, Green Bay Packers beating the Cincinnati Bengals by three points with five missed field goals in a row, three from the Packers, three from the Bengals. That was an interesting way to end it there. Uh, Vikings again. Uh, or not Vikings, but Lions again losing on a long 50-plus yard field goal to the Vikings, 19 to 17. Uh, Steelers trying to trying to get right against a team that's supposed to be right in the Denver Broncos, 27-19. Steelers over Denver. Uh, the Buccaneers go down and handle Miami Dolphins, 45 to 17. Uh, New Orleans Saints take on uh, the Washington Football Team, 33 to 22. Uh, Eagles pulling out a slight victory there at the end against the Carolina Panthers and Sam Darnold, 21-18. Titans, 37-19 over the Jaguars. Patriots almost lost to the Texans. That was a game um, I'm sure a lot of people weren't paying attention to or watching, but my God, for the better part of three quarters, we thought, you know, maybe uh, the Texans might pull out a win there. But, of course, Bill Belichick, the Patriots, they weren't going to let that happen. Uh, The Bears beating up on the Raiders, uh, 20-9. Uh, and then, my God, the game of the week, uh, 44, 42 to 47, the Los Angeles Chargers over the Cleveland Browns. That was a game that was fun. Uh, the Niners over the Niners losing to the Cardinals uh, in Arizona, 17 to 10. And of course, last night Sunday Night Football, uh, the Chiefs dynasty is now over Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen and them boys serving a, a, a nice platter of revenge, 38 uh, 20 in their home in the on the road in Kansas City. So. Um, like I said, you wanna you wanna be the man. Like like Ric Flair said, you wanna be the man. You gotta beat the man, and they did that handily last night. So, um, making Patrick Mahomes look pedestrian and that offense look like it could be slowed down was something that I didn't think a lot of people thought could happen. But uh, there we go. That's the end of it. Um, a lot of those games, not much really sticks out. Um, special teams really for the Packers, Bengals, obviously. Uh, three missed field goals for Mason Crosby. Two missed field goals for their kicker. Uh, all of those would have been, I believe, game-winning field goals. So it's five straight game-winning field goals missed before one was finally made by the Green Bay Packers late in overtime. Um, you know, Vikings, Lions, it is what it is. You know, neither team putting up 20 points. Those teams are just, you know, I don't want to say dumpster fires, but, you know, their accidents waiting to happen. And the Steelers, Broncos, you can't really say too much about it. Um, we'll get more into depth in some of these games tomorrow. But, you know, Steelers are the Steelers and Broncos. I mean, shit, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's just that it's the NFL the way it is. Uh, the Buccaneers doing their thing against the Dolphins. There ain't much to know about nothing. You got, you know, an unhealthy Dolphins team like always uh, and a fully strong uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers team who's healthy on all levels. So uh, you kind of anticipated something like that. Uh, the Saints going in and having a tough one there for until the end against the Washington football team and then pulling it out there. Um, I didn't watch too much or keen too much onto that game, so um, it is what it is there. And then, of course, the game I had no interest in and didn't watch any of it, the Panthers and the Eagles. Eagles apparently pulling it out, 21-18 again. Much ado about nothing when it comes to those teams. We're talking about postseason anyway. So, um, And then Titans, you know, doing their job against the Jaguars, 37-19. It is what it is at that time, you know. Yeah, 
Derrick Henry doing his thing. So kind of wrapping up most of those games. Uh, it is what it is. We have um, either chosen one with us here. I don't know if he's live with us or if he's waiting for the rest of the fellas to get in here too. He might be getting his audio correct. But um, to me is, is the way around about how week five kind of was. Um, some things we kind of expected, some things we didn't expect. Um, special teams played a big part in multitude of games, um, and particularly one game, and then the rest it was just it is what it is. There's teams that we kind of figured, you know, Jacksonville losing, Texas, Texans losing, um, and things of that nature. Of course, Sunday night game is a Sunday night game. Uh, Josh Allen and them boys. Sorry, give me one second. Josh Allen and them boys, uh, they were able to do, you know, their thing. I mean, it is what it is, man. Uh, it looks like we got a new top dog in the AFC. Um, and, you know, the way it's looking, you know, outside of week one, AFC is about to run through Buffalo. And I don't know if people want to play in Buffalo in mid-January to early February. So that's going to be interesting to see. That's going to be fun to watch um, as as the weeks go by. So let's get into the meat potatoes of what I'm sure everyone wants to talk about. I'm sure more people will hop in. I'm sure everyone will get going uh, and things of that nature. Uh, but the real reason I think most people are listening, the real reason people are here. Um, is that the New York Giants faced the Dallas Cowboys, and for the better part of that game, it looked like it was going to be close. Uh, and ex- the exception of, you know, Saquon Barkley going down early, and you think, okay, things couldn't go bad, but they kept it kind of close there. I think it was 17-10 there for a minute, and then Daniel Jones goes down. I think Galladay goes down. Um a Joe Judge-led team, somebody punching somebody and gets ejected. I didn't think that would happen, but um, it's just, you know, things are, you know, what is it, the law, I don't know, Murphy's Law, anything that could go wrong did go wrong um, after a certain point, especially with the injuries piling up in there too. Um, the, the offense aside, the Dallas Cowboys could do whatever they want, whenever they want, however they wanted it, all day, all night, all evening. They wanted to pass it, they could. If they wanted to run it, they could. I just didn't see much from a defense in the New York Giants that showed me a lot more the previous two weeks. So um, I don't know if that was um, watching your offense get hurt and, you know, letting the mental take over when, you know, that's pretty much, um, you know, that could kill a team like this. So. Uh, when you let the mental creep in and you let those things get in, maybe that's the case. But um, it looked like it was an even match for a bit there, and then it just, it just, it just, it just wasn't. It just wasn't. Um, uh, of course, uh, I definitely want to hear uh, the people who are screaming for Mike Glennon to be the quarterback. Um, how do you feel now? The man is hot doo doo garbage through two interceptions, a 60 passer rating, and look like complete trash. And, of course, when Daniel Jones was in, you look like you could probably take that team on and make it a great game. But that's neither here nor there. I'll let the haters continue to hate on a young man who was starting to shine and, and got injured. Um, I just I know, I just think that's a funny thing that, you know, he, now he's injured and the haters are going to step on back out. You were quiet, though, when he was putting up 90 PFF performances and doing everything he can, but, you know, 
he gets injured on a play, gets a concussion and concussion protocol, because I don't believe there's any doubt in my mind he would come back in if he could. Um, it's a concussion protocol thing. Uh, I didn't see the exact uh, how he looked exactly afterwards, but uh, there was no indication that to me from what I read and anything else I saw that, you know, if this was maybe 1990, 2005, uh, Daniel Jones might have the game. So, um, again, this is uh, this is the way the world, you know, you get nicked up a little bit and, and uh, you're going to have to stay out no matter what. Um, there's a lot to do about this game. There's a lot to talk about X's and O's wise. Um, the biggest thing I will take away from this is that you have a rookie on a rookie contract punching someone on a Joe Judge team that was built around culture. That's why another wide receiver was kicked off the team. Um, but, you know, that's neither here nor there, and I guess we could talk about that too. I think I hear E trying to um, get up in here. Um, How are you doing, sir? Yeah, brother, I'm here. I'm here, brother. Happy um, happy after game Monday to those of you that won. Happy after game Monday to those of you who lost. Happy after game Monday to those of you who are hurting and who need to vent. And this is what E likes to call the venting hour. So please give a call. 914-205-5796 is the number to call in. 914-205-5796. This is Ian Nacho on the Venting Hour. Today is Venting Monday. I'd like to also call it Mutilation Monday because for those of you who were fantasy owners, we saw a lot of painful things take place over this weekend, knock our guys out early, starting with Russell Wilson, ending with Daniel Jones, also with Dalvin Cook, Logan Thomas, Michael Thomas. There's just so many guys on IR right now, and the list keeps going on and on and on. But I will not talk about that yet, but I will get into my venting. So let's begin. Some of the games, if you want to go over, I've watched all of them because now I realize we're starting to have Monday shows. So I'm starting to pay attention to all the games. First and foremost, shout-outs to my son for looking like he is a Super Bowl MVP-ish type-ish quarterback in Josh Allen. I did not expect him to go into KC and win, but I did choose him. But I was a little nervous because it's Kansas City. But some teams peak, ladies and gentlemen, at certain times, and they stay on that peak for some time. But then there's other teams who has a formula who's up and coming, and they start to peak a little bit later. So two years ago, three years ago, Kansas City was blessed with a rookie of greatness named Patrick Mahomes who has a half a billion dollar contract, if I'm not mistaken, or a quarter of a billion dollar contract, whichever it is, won a Super Bowl, showed promise, has been to the Super Bowl two times in four years and is still possibly the number one quarterback in the NFL, arguably, to some people. But when you have that stature, knocking you off that pedestal is a hard thing to do because they know what your potential is. You've already showed it. You've already won it early in your career. So everybody knows who you are, what you are, and you do not cease to amaze. But some, this is the NFL, and where there is greatness in one area, you look right over and there's greatness in another. Josh Allen has brought himself to the point 
of a top three quarterback in the NFL, arguably. Top five, hands down. Top five, hands down. There's nothing to say when you mention the top five quarterbacks in this league, his name is in there, however you want to mix and match it. But arguably, right now, if we just say, you know what, let's talk about the top three quarterbacks in the NFL right now, his name has to be mentioned. What a show. What a display. What a way to use your football IQ. Yesterday, he did everything that you could possibly do as a quarterback to show I'm here to show the world I am ready for the big stage on the road against my arch rival because they're going to start to become arch rivals. You can throw Lamar Jackson in there too. Nobody else is in that realm yet. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen in the AFC right now are arch rivals. Everybody tunes in to see those games. Those are the games that everybody loves. Yesterday, he put on a clinic from an IQ standpoint as a quarterback. If you did not see the game, if you're not a Buffalo Bills fan, if you're not a Kansas City Chiefs fan, become a fan of just great football and seeing two football teams on opposite sides of the track because the Kansas City Chiefs, looked like the Buffalo Bills did a couple of years ago, which they didn't have a good running attack. Their secondary was a little shaky, so Patrick Mahomes was able to take advantage of that in a regular season game and knock the Bills down. Now that Buffalo has their defense set and a running game to pound and ground and wide receivers and a veteran and Emmanuel Sanders, a big body wide receiver in Gabriel Davis, a quick slot receiver in Cole Beasley, and a number one wideout in Stephon Diggs with a quarterback who can throw the ball in any level, on any level, from any angle, and just be as accurate as he can be because that was a knock on him also coming out. The tables have turned. Josh Allen has to win the Super Bowl so he can put it all to rest. Don't get me twisted. He definitely has shown what he is, and I couldn't be more proud of my youngin. But winning that Super Bowl will put all this to rest. That kid is still developing, ladies and gentlemen. We have not seen his feeling yet. He's still developing. There's certain concepts he's still getting a grasp of. He came from Wyoming. Not the biggest of programs, but he's showing that it doesn't matter where you come from. It's who you are when you get to where you got to be. Shout-outs to him. That's enough for that. The rest of those games, definitely competitive. I don't understand Houston. We'll get into that too, Nacho, whenever you're ready. I, would, I, I, I don't understand Houston. I don't understand it, and I'm not going to try to get into it now. But we will in the third hour possibly when we get into the notables and quotables. Stats and facts. The Cincinnati Bengals are for real. I just need to let that be known. The Cincinnati Bengals are for real. Run game, wide receivers, medium, uh, mid-pack of defense, they're for real. That game versus Cleveland and the Browns, I'm sorry, Cleveland and the Chargers, Another bond burner. If you like offense like I do, if you like wide receivers like I do, if you like the skill positions like I do, running backs, tight ends, 
That game was filled with up and down the field. Chalk is probably still on these guys' cleats. It's probably hash marks, uh, grass, dirt, uh, end zone paint, all under these guys' cleats because that's what that was about. 47 to 42, if I'm not mistaken, was the final score. Please don't quote me. I just seen it one time, but I did watch the game in the uh, All-22. Wow. Those guys were going at it. And Justin Herbert is on his way. He's on his way. He has everything that he needs in that offense. The Eckler just gouged Cleveland. He gouged Cleveland for whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted it. And the play calling, I don't know who the play caller is over in Cleveland, but he has his head on straight. He is a new era, new era offensive-minded coordinator. And it is showing in his games when he plays because he has Baker Mayfield looking like he's ready for whatever. Let's move on. Uh, The Vegas game is irrelevant. Um, the Miami Dolphins game is irrelevant too. Unless you had Gaskins like me and left him on the bench, it kind of sucked because he did give 29 points to the cause. But if you also had, you know, the running backs I had, it really didn't matter. So we can move on from that. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. The Bucks are the Bucks. They're ripping and running and rolling. That offense is so super-powered and high-powered. Unless your defense is able to make some plays, you're going to lose. It's just that simple. And you can't come around with a mediocre defense because you're going to get all the way exclusively beat. Mediocre defense brings about an exclusive ass whipping, playing the Bucks. Moving on, let's go back down to the NFC. The Saints are handling business. Crab legs looks like he's ready. He's in midseason form. The wide receivers, let's talk about it. That Callaway kid. Somebody to not sleep on. Um, that's a jewel for whoever is going through my issue with wide receivers, such as Corey Davis. You might want to try to uh, grab up uh, Marquez Callaway. I think that's his name, if I'm not mistaken. You might want to try to grab him up. Um, what else going down the line? Because I'll get to my game last, of course. You with me, Nacho? Yes, I'm here. You got me on the audio good? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're good. I just wanted to make sure that we was all good, you know what I mean? So do I, I sound yeah, clear? No, I sound perfect, my brother? You are clear. I am. I have the, just so, you know, my other co-hosts know what's going on, I have the, the, the phone. I called it on my cell phone, uh, regular number, 914-205-5796. Again, 914-205-5796. And I'm using that to talk to you guys so I can go in and out. So if I don't get you in right away, that's why. I believe we have LRP with us. He might be in the background. I could yes, be wrong. Yes, you do. I hope my memory's up. Yeah. yeah. Memory, memory's shoddy, you know, because I enjoy the full Yeah, yeah. But, it's, it's, I, but it's, I'm getting it's good. activated, though, baby. It's activated. <laughs> I only got, it's activated, though, baby. We good. I only got two more yes, games yeah. to go, LRP, and the floor is yours for real, for real. All right. Yes, so sir. I was talking about crab legs, right? One, we're never going to not call him crab legs. Because that's just what it is. But if people don't know who that is, and, you know, you should at this point, I'm talking about the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, Mr. Jameis Winston, who we can start to respect 
give him the props that he deserves. He's playing football. He's putting the ball where it needs to be. He's not disappointing. He's not turning it over as much as he was, but he's doing more than enough to win games. Some guys are game managers. He's playing quarterback. Let's get that out there. We're not going to steal from him like he stole from them when he was in that seafood spot. He is playing the quarterback position. Right now, whether people want to talk about it or not, Jameis Winston is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL when it comes to his stats and the record of his team that he's playing for. Yes, we beat them because we was clicking on all cylinders, and any given Sunday you can lose. But right now, he's stepping the teams on a regular basis with these supposed defenses that's supposed to be the greatest or the best. He did lose to Carolina, but he put it on Washington. He put it on Washington. Let's get that out there. Of course, he pulled in Aaron Rodgers, something that I know that you could be proud of, Nacho, with the whole Hail Mary business. Because when we think about Hail Marys, only person that comes up in anybody's mind is AR-12 because he just has a great knack for putting the ball in a receiver's hands in that type of situation. You feel me? I think he's probably the leading Hail Mary touchdown thrower in NFL history. You can quote, you can help me on that. If not, I don't know. But I, I do believe at this point he definitely has about five to seven of them, something in that area. He has two of them against us, and I've watched him throw three or four of my own self, a couple in the postseason as well. So moving on. Crab legs is balling. Uh, what's next before I get to our game? A game that most people probably didn't pay attention to, but don't get it twisted, is definitely happening. Um, Oh, yeah. We got to mention it. The Philadelphia Eagles won yesterday. Um, Was it against a team that we thought were going to beat them? Yes, I did. I didn't think they were going to win. Oh, my fault. Let's move on a little bit since we're done with the Eagles. Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Let's get to it. The kid played a game yesterday, got a victory, got Chicago looking not so bad as people would like to think. And, yes, it's messing with our draft pick. If you know anything about the New York football giants and the trade that David Gettleman made, it was for the first rounder. Depending on where Chicago finishes at is what the pick will get. Hopefully this is just a fluke. He can win maybe two or three more games and then go downhill from there and regress. Not that I wish anything on the kid, but I wish everything for us. So it's the same difference if you look at it. Sometimes you don't got to be hateful to do things, but sometimes you just want to be over-selfish on things for yourself. And finally, last but not least, and I'll try to make this as fast as I can, Patrick Graham's defense versus the Dallas Cowboys offense, Jason Garrett's offense versus the Dallas Cowboys defense, Joe Judge looking like a heavy-ass turtle, and Mike McCarthy looking like his heavy-ass turtle partner. Don't nobody care about them. Let's get to the game. This game was a game of what I expected. It was going to be tough defensively in the first quarter, then things were going to break, you know, start to settle down. Guys were going to get comfortable, and then we were going to see them hit rhythms and strides and get some things going. 
Daniel Jones finally broke a rhythm with a heave throw, which was just on target for Kadarius Tony to go up of 38 yards. That broke us through. We started moving the ball. We had no problem with moving the ball. We were doing what we had to do on that drive. We came up with seven points. No problem. In return, the 98 drive on the ensuing kickoff, Dak Prescott picked us apart. Um, It went the way that I thought it was going to go for our beloved James Bradbury, who should not have been playing a slot receiver in CeeDee Lamb, who has, should have been on Amari Cooper the whole time. As we all know, that's the better matchup for him. He should not have been going against CeeDee Lamb one time in that game. That is not Bradbury's strong point. He is a great zone cornerback in certain instances, but press man cornerback on bigger, stronger receivers like himself. CeeDee Lamb being too quick, too twitchy, too fast, and too great of a route runner should not have been anywhere near James Bradbury. We all know that. Shout out to Patrick Graham for getting it wrong again, but getting it right for the other team. Jason Garrett, shout outs to his playbook being opened up and disturbing the peace for the defense when they finally did get stopped by calling quarterback double passes in back of the line of scrimmage when your running back has not been a part of that play, even in practice, and drops the ball with 15 to 17 yards of open field in front of them. Shout-outs to you not recognizing what talent you had in Kadarius Toney and wanting to admit it because it's not like you don't see it and you don't know about it because you've been around it for the last four and a half months. So you know what he's capable of. You are just down, so you have no choice but to play him. And now that his opportunity has arrived, everybody has seen it in prime time on full display, which makes you look even worse as an offensive coordinator because if you implement that into your playbook, we might have won games and didn't have to worry about losing them in the last minute with field goals because that is a human cheat code and you don't know how to use it. And that's all you showed us. He did not play to your play calling and your scheme. He played above your scheme. Your scheme called for plays below the six. His scheme calls to get beyond them because of his skill set. So Patrick Graham and Jason Garrett are in the same boat in my mind. And I'm going to discuss this one line that is the same equal opportunity for them both to take it, chew on it, and shit it out and regurgitate it and eat it again. You both are horrible coaches when it comes to your schemes. You do not make players better. Players play above your scheme to make you look good. You're not good coaches. You don't have good schemes. It takes players above the X's and O's to make you look good. In closing, we got our asses whipped. I don't want to talk about injuries because there's really nothing to talk about. It's called injuries for a reason. That means the person is no longer available, 
So their skills doesn't matter because it will not translate in a locker room or in an MRI machine onto the field. The end. A lot of people before you get on uh, and, and, and say your piece here. Uh, Indianapolis Colts are up 7-0. Baltimore Ravens have the football. Uh, Carson Wentz is 6 for 8, 131 touchdowns, zero interceptions, pass rating of 156.3. I believe they do have one sack fumble on him that just happened on the last drive. And Baltimore has it now, and I don't know if they're driving or have it, but they punted twice, so that looks good on offense. Um, they have a they have a sack fumble on who? Uh, on, on Carson. So Carson's got okay, the, okay, okay. the great stat line, and then they, they sack fumbled Carson went. Baltimore's got the football okay. just now. And they are mm-hmm. actually fourth and two at the 45. I think they're going to punt it. Uh, yep, they just punted it off. So uh, Indianapolis going to get the football back here. Um, LRP, uh, you can run through every single game or not. Whatever you'd like to do, show, show for a few minutes. I'd I think we have shakes with this. I could be wrong. Um, I can't remember this board, but I think I got it. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, but LRP, if it's a 443 number, it's shakes. It's not. It's black. Black shakes. Uh, I, I, black freezer. Black freezer. LRP, the floor is yours. Black, when this gentleman is done, the floor is yours, and I will not interrupt. Man, it's going to be a short-ass dance floor because I ain't got fucking giants, man. That shit was all the way terrible yesterday. Fucking nightmare. Everything that bad happened, happened. And I was talking about it earlier when motherfuckers say, hey, what's the worst that can Right before some terrible things happen, the person say, what's the worst that can happen? Boom. There you go. Rewind yesterday. What's the worst that can happen? Everything. That freaking cowboy dude, I don't care what nobody say. I'm putting it out there, and you all the way freaking deserve it. You stepped in front of him on purpose. You stepped in front of him on purpose. You all that wasted-ass movement that these people do, it drives me freaking nuts. Same like running down to the daggone all the way to the goalposts on the field goal when it's a goddamn touchback. They run your ass to the sideline. Fuck you, Stan, trying to be out on the field for, for all this extra time. You sitting up there, the play was over. And you walked in front of him on purpose. You did that on purpose. And I don't care what nobody say, you did that shit on purpose. Bullshit. You stepped on that man's foot. And you on the ball wasn't even, play wasn't even going on. And then you, man, there was all kinds of terrible things going on. I, I disdain Garrett. I disdain Ghetto, Ghetto Pot. I disdain them all. I disdain them all. Plagues on all their freaking houses. You understand me? Straight Tibble style. Plague on all your daggone houses. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anything else. Fuck these people. <laughs> they need to fire somebody. And judge, I'm done. The honeymoon is over. Bro, the honeymoon is over. You can take your little FDY hat and go fuck on somewhere. I don't care. You go on. I don't want to hear you sit there and talk, you know. Any other coach will go up there and say, we play like crap. Everybody play like crap. We got to fix it. Next question. 
you sitting up there talking about what you pleased about. Meanwhile, the 22 is already being put out there showing your whole goddamn team getting pushed around by these cowgirls. Your whole team getting pushed around, and it took somebody to smack somebody with a helmet on and tighten up their glove just to get some daggone fire out of these daggone people. You getting pushed around. They threw soda all up and down the daggone field for 60 daggone minutes. What the hell was you pleased about? Please. Motherfucker, please. I'm disgusted with the whole thing. The whole thing. They don't deserve my daggone fandom. They don't deserve my praise. Only person that does deserve my praise is Tony, who lit their ass up and couldn't, they, they had no answer for him. And that even shows more disdain for Garrett because you didn't play the goddamn kid. Man, don't even get me started, bro. Don't even get me started. That motherfuckers had to fire me today. They had to fire me today. And then talk about as soon as they see me in the hallway. Hey, where's that was then? Well, like I was supposed to volunteer some kind of information. I ain't got shit to say to you. I ain't got shit to say to none of y'all. And if you got something to say to me, you might as well say it first, because I ain't saying it. Get out of my face. Talking about what the hell all of a sudden I'm supposed to walk in like, hey, my dad's got the ass whipped last night. What you got to talk to me about? No, nobody does that. So fuck them giants, man. And that's it. Fire everybody. I don't care. Fire everyone. It all can go, like the movies say. I got one question for you, LRP, because I want to catch you in this moment because it's important to me. First of all, I love you, brother. It's good to hear your voice. Freezy, more than a pleasure to see you and hear you, brother. <laughs> I may sound crazy when I ask this question. But y'all will tell me. Fourth and third, uh, first and goal at the five yard line. First run, we get three yards, four, four yards out of it. Because I said to myself, as long as you're going forward, Booker, I'm okay with that. Thought he got in, he didn't get in. Second, second try, he got closer, about a foot and a half, which made it fourth and inches, fourth and one. I'm sorry, third and inches, third and one. Now, I'm not upset at none of this that's going on because we're getting closer. Why do you call a quarterback bootleg on third and one? I understand that you have a running quarterback, but what you're doing is working. Right there, that's four running plays for my running back or my fullback who just ran on that same drive for seven yards with a blocker in front of him and trucked somebody to let them know, you're not just tackling me. That's the reason why it's called full in front of the word back. That's not happening. Or why not just put the full back in front of the running back, half back, and allow him on third and one to try it again? We're in four down territory. We're going to go for it on fourth down no matter what. It is very hard in this league, and everybody knows it, to stop four running plays in a row. I don't ever think that I've seen it before, unless I go back to the early 90s or the mid-80s. You guys can correct me. I have not seen it in the last 10 years where a team literally stops a team from running the ball from first and goal four times. Because it's, it's too tricky 
you got the over the top because all you got to do is break the plane of the, of, the, of, the, uh, of the goal line. So it's very, very hard. Once the nose of the football is over the goal line, it's a score. So my question is, again, why did Daniel Jones even have to run that play in Jason Garrett's mind? Why didn't he just not stay with Devin Booker running the ball or Rashad or Elijah Penny running the ball up the gut? They were making it happen. They weren't stuffed for losses. They were getting gained. Each run was a game. And in my mind, and I want you guys to answer this, and I could be wrong. I'm not going to be mad if y'all disagree. People will say, oh, Daniel Jones, you know, you're running. You got to be careful or whatever. First of all, you clowns, he's 6'5". So him ducking still makes him 6'2", 6'3". So let's not sit here and act like he initiated the contact. He ducked his head because he was double covered and had nobody on his side of the end zone to get the ball to. Could he have chucked the ball? Woulda, shoulda, coulda, whatever. Play call, that would have never been me. Yo, you guys got the floor. I want to hear what you have to say about that. I really yeah, want to hear. Real quick about this, what you were saying right, right there. You know what I'm saying? Yo, shout out to your brother, man. Appreciate everything. Kung Fu Kenny. Kung Fu Kenny right now. So, you know what I mean? Kung Fu Kenny. Listen, bro. Listen, let me tell you something right now. On that, on that Daniel Jones, though, this is what I want to say about that. I, I do give him some fault on that. The reason why is because he realized he didn't have enough speed to hit that corner. So he was going to try to run through the traffic. And when he did, he didn't have enough leverage to go low enough to, you know, to do what he really wanted to, anticipation. But he was playing a good game up to that. He was playing a really good game to me. You know, it, they settled down. They settled down because, you know, it, it was a lot going on. They settled down. A lot of injuries happened really quickly. So, you know, he settled down. But, um, man, that's tough. Hey, look, I don't know what to say about that. What, what happened to us was an anomaly. Just playing this, this very physical game. So I don't know what to say about this one, all right? Outside of, you know, I can't wait to see him when we help you. Yo, this this one right here is just like, yo, everything's bad. This shit hurt. That shit, that shit was painful. That shit was painful. Yo, Why? when I saw the Saquon, and I was like, yo, he ain't that hurt. But when I saw him, like, reacting, I was like, oh, he hurt, hurt. And then they the whole ankle looked like he's been high in oranges, bro. That shit was I was cute. like, yo, he got the balloons. He got the whole helium in his joint right now. I was like, yeah, I got it. Now, real quick, my bad. Real, I just wanted to say to what he was talking about on that, um, Daniel Jones, just to add to what you were saying. I just, uh, that was stupid as hell, for one, because this whole matchup and they run shit based off of their matchups, that's absolutely false, and you're a fraud for it. They're, they're a fraud for it because those linebackers are not Washington's linebackers. Daniel Jones. Uh, is faithful for the bootleg against Washington, not against Dagon Dallas. Their defensive line is where they're susceptible. Their linebackers are fast. They can catch up with you, and they're not going to the fall for that why, shit. Yeah, this is the reason why he's still, because, you know, you can't go with that same matchup and that same thing that had worked the last time. 
all the time. You can't do that. What you right. need to do is come up with something new that you know is going to attack the people you already know. I don't know why you don't know how to attack these people. Um, and when I say you already know, because we already know, uh, what, what's homeboy name that was just here in the game? I can't remember. But um, come on. Oh, you you kind of faded. I couldn't think of you fading out. What you say? Who was the name? Yeah, my bad. The go? defensive coordinator, uh, Dan. Um, he was just a uh, Dan Quinn. Here. Quinn. Yeah, you know, what I mean, we know what Dan Quinn bringing. We know what we know what's happening. Look, what happened to us was an anomaly. Bro. I mean, outside of um us being still, which we kind of always start trying to slow. Um, it's a situation to where it's, it's like um, I truly believe that the New York football giants would need to actually open the playbook. Bro. I don't I don't even know what to say at this point in time. I don't, I don't know what to say at this point in time because I believe the plays are there. I believe the guy calling the plays doesn't know what the hell he's doing on the chessboard. You know what I mean? He just does not know what he's doing on the chessboard. And he called a good game the last one. He, you know, to me, it was a pretty good one. This one, not so good. Matchup-wise, not so good. He had Kadarius Tony carrying these people a new asshole all the way to the point to where it's frustration of losing, man, I, I think. You know, something that probably happened in between the scrums, you know, the scrums or whatever. But, you know, the punch... So he was paying him a new asshole even before Daniel left. Um, so these dudes can't. They defense ain't like that. They ain't like that. It should, we went up the field before Daniel. Before Daniel got hurt, we went up the field. You know what I mean? Um, they defense ain't like that. They offense is like that. They offense. My son is a beast. Yo, I asked y'all. I said, yo, look. We're going to be guarding CD because he's going to be all over the place. You know what I mean? The whole story. Man, that's the um, Yeah, they, they could not match that speed. They could, they could not match that speed. On that one play with Love and Bradbury, I was and like, oh, my God. And that more special. You so more special. Like, yo, go. I was like, oh, Lord. See, they know what they're doing. They're using their players. I don't know what the fuck you And then my other son. On the other side, caught another interception, of course. It was a dirty time. And, you know, with a backup quarterback, of course. But. That kid is nasty, bro. His ball hawk skills I'm, is crazy. I'm That's, just envious I mean, of the players the at this point in time and the way they, they, they're able to employ them and they don't care. They have nothing with it. And we don't, we're not aggressive. We just, we always been this kind of franchise that's kind of like, yeah, you know, And I, I I, I, I'm tired of it. You know, first of all, he becomes the one your son. The Darius Tony is a dog. He is an old. You're gonna get. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna get into that. And they, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Wait. And they're gonna. I'm not gonna say nothing right now. Dull his life. They're gonna dull his shine with all of this mediocre ass shit we got going on over here, acting like we the military. Um, so. Um, that game right there. It, 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 you know, it was terrible, man. Uh, I think we're going to talk about somewhere next to 40, but I figured we'd be around 27 competing or something. But um, You know what I want to talk about, Freezy? And this is so key to what we're talking about right now. 
I want to talk about your son versus my son. You see the difference between Kenny Galladay and Stephon Diggs and how Galladay hurt himself trying to fight through the physicality of Stephon, of, of Trevon Trevon oh, Diggs. Oh, that's where he hurt himself on that play? Man, let me tell you something, bro. I watched him from the gate. I said, wait, let wait. me see what Galladay is going to do during this situation from the gate. Is he going to out-physical this kid and let him know you in the wrong building, shorty? Or are you going to let him get overly aggressive, coming in with a winning team, with a winning mindset, playing sky high after getting all the media attention and coming in there on a high? Are you going to bring him the low? The first seven offensive snaps, Kenny Galladay was scared. He was pushing him around. The ball looked like it was off. The ball was thrown right to Kenny Galladay. He didn't even want to touch it. Alligator let me, arms. Yeah. Let me let me say this, man. Kenny Galladay is tough in the sky. He ain't tough on the ground, bro. Tough in the air. This kid right here <laughs> ain't playing with nobody. The second year, he got some weight room on him now. Okay, hold on, Black. Before the game, do y'all remember what I said? The Trevon Diggs kid playing at a Pro Bowl level right now. There's only one way to shut down a dude playing like that. When he's mirroring, when he's flipping his hips, when he has the ball hawk skills, and he's seeing the field slower than everybody else, and he's running routes for wide receivers because he's a wide receiver. There's only one way to bust his ass. You got to remember what I said? You got to hit him with a double move. My son hit him with triple moves. He mm-hmm. could not stand in front of Kadarius Tony to save his life. Nobody he can, turned man. him in I, the like middle of the field and left and went to the, the – I'm not no, even going to put that on my youngin'. I'm, going, I'm not going to put that on crazy. my youngin'. I'm, I'm going to tell crazy. you why. Let me chill. Because this kid has Odell-like capabilities. I was trying to say, yo, look, this kid might have one of them things to where, you know, we don't see him with no team until we see him. And we saw him and we seeing him. And I think this is what it is. And I think they're going to fuck it up again, bro. They're going to fuck but it black, up again, I know, bro. I know, but I got to say this to you. What was the first thing I said about my son? before he was drafted. I said, do me a favor. If y'all haven't watched any games, watch the tape. The first mm-hmm. man in front of this kid is non-existent. Didn't I say that? I said, whoever the yeah. first guy is in yeah, front of this he, kid, he, he does not exist. Look at the he ground does. and look at the first man. The first man in front of this kid oh. will always be on the floor. All the time. I said this. Months ago, before he was drafted, it's a real thing. It's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, you look at it in college and the highlights, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, that shit real. real he's catching man. balls over bigger <laughs> cornerbacks. Yo, he's catching yo, passes that you don't even think it's supposed to be caught. He made it like four people miss in the short area. The, the area had to be like, had to be at least within 
four to five. A three yard range, bro. It was a three yard range. No, it was a three yard range. His, yo, listen to me. His lateral cat like instincts is off. It's it's not measurable. His lateral cat like quickness. His ability to stop on a dime, make a decision, and he got like moves with his head and neck. Like you're not going to tackle me up high. You're definitely not going to get me up below my feet and knees. You're going to have to gang tackle me, and either you're going to catch up to me with good recovery speed, or I'm not going to get going. He has speed up the field. He has speed sideline to sideline, and he has the ability of elite elusiveness. Why has we just seen him in game five? Why? Because they don't have light, bro. I'm telling you what's right. happening, man. We, we, we know why. We know why. We fucking anybody bums, bring up Patrick man. Graham, I'm ready to argue with you right now. I'm just asking anybody if they feel like bringing Patrick Graham up, and I will argue with you right now. Hard body. Yeah, I'll let you go, John but I'll argue too. with you. Yo, it, it ain't about Patrick Graham at this point. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Us in that game to, to where it wasn't as bad as it was supposed to be in the beginning was the players. They were doing above the X's and O's type shit. Like Lorenzo Carter, um, you know, the, the, I think it was a, a box snap or whatever. And that was, a, who was that? Zagling jumped on the game. You know what I mean? They were playing. They was actually turning that ball over, keeping it just a little bit decent before it was Well, I got some great news on some injury updates if nobody got the newest latest. I mean, I'm coming off of only 23 minutes that have already passed. I got the newest, latest injury updates. Saquon Barkley is going to be only week to week. The sprain that some of the swelling has gone down, they said, is low-grade, lower ankle, black. I talked about that with you on my medical analysis with nobody around. I spoke to you about that with nobody around. I said, Black, look at the swelling. Look where it is. It's low grade. I didn't see that type of swelling look crazy like that. It'd be good. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. But I said at least it's under the ankle. It's not above it, remember? So I know what that means. We've had those a lot of times on our own just playing basketball, football in the sandlot. So praise the Lord. And it's not even on the foot or the leg of his surgery. It's his left leg. That was his right leg that got the surgery. So it's not even on the same leg. So that leg is fine. Low grade. The swelling went, you know, the, the swelling has dissipated in 24. They said it's not even like any 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 fractures, any stresses, no nothing. Low grade ankle that's, sprain. That's He'll be back in two weeks. I want him back in two weeks. I know he's a fast healer, and these guys are young, and they on that cortisone shit, Doc but I don't want him to re-injure his body just because he's trying too hard to prove what he's trying to prove. I think we'll franchise him. Let him get off his goddamn back and let him fucking live, and maybe he would. Right. That's another Talk on it. Piss me the fuck off. Come on, LRP. Talk about it, bro. Yo, just let the motherfucking kid live, man. We can't never have no goddamn body because nah, it's, it's the nature of, of his position, bro. It's the nature of his position. That's all it is, man. That's all it I is. I was telling Dan, 
Dan the man on Twitter was like, yo, get rid of them all then. Get rid of them all. Why the fuck even have running backs? If people want fucking running backs that don't exist no more, if they don't fucking matter, get rid of them. Get fucking rid of them and then see how your fucking game looks. You see how your game looks after that. You know what's crazy to me, LRP, alluding to what you're saying? It's funny how you want to critique the kid, but when we winning, you fist pumping, you gyrating, you body jumping, your fist is in the air, you talking about good win, Barkley did this, that, and the third. You ain't got nothing to say about him when we winning games, when he's in the end zone, when he has big runs, when he's helping us win. Because I guarantee you, last week, for all of you Barkley dick sucking cock riders, I bet you none of y'all said, oh, man, what are you doing catching passes, running for 54 yards? See, this is why we don't need him. I bet you nobody said that. So LRP, they mm-hmm. can suck under your dick, okay? Not mine, yours. Nah, nah, I'm good. Getting mad. Now I'm starting to get mad because you're talking (laughs) crazy to my brother about players that is producing, and when they're producing, you have nothing to say. You're jumping for joy. You're cheering. You know what I'm saying? You got your children's jerseys and all that with his number on it. You got nothing to say. But as soon as he gets hurt because of something that was not his fault, oh, he's soft. He, uh, your boy is shaman, you know what I'm saying? Fraggle Rock, Fragile. <laughs> it's crazy. Octopus. It's, it's, you get all so, these yeah. words for him. It's fucking maddening, man. I'm like, and it this, is. And I told it her is. it was no malice when it I is. was talking to him, which it wasn't. It was no malice when I was talking to him. But like for all these other people, you know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, this shit is is ridiculous, man. Because you need one to help the other. I mean, what the like? How the fuck? How can you be a football fan or a student of the game and not realize that and not understand that it is one definitely helps the other? And just because these motherfuckers ain't doing it right doesn't mean that don't matter. But they're not doing it right. LLP, don't stop. Pause. Because I want to talk about. Oh, um, just just concussion protocol. If he if he wants to play next week, he was good during last night. But if he wanted to play next week, he would be fine. It's just it's seventy two hours. He's gonna be through it. It was I think it was a shock absorbance. Nobody knows this. Yeah, nobody knows this. But Daniel Jones had two concussions in college. People don't really talk about it because we don't talk about it, but I'll talk about it. Man, he suffered good. two, yeah, he suffered two concussions when he was at Man, Duke. I mean, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, no, no. This may be his first one in the NFL, right? Because if people don't realize concussions, concussions are worse each time. It doesn't matter how far. Yeah, apart. that's what I'm saying. Like, once what's the brain, going on with once the brain has the like swelling it. on it. Yeah, he's he's fine. They say he talking. Yo, what's up? He rapping and all that. LRP he's style. not having no headaches and all that. None of that, bro. They said it ain't no headaches and nothing, no after effects. Just the the impact made him woozy, which I understand. I've been there. Garrett, bro. They, need, they need to get rid of Garrett, bro. We're not moving nowhere. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. They need to get rid of Patrick Graham, too. I think if Jason Garrett go, Patrick Graham got to go with him. If anybody want to argue with me, 914-205-5796. Nah, 
and that's E telling you right now. If you want to argue with me about Patrick Graham, call the show right now and say something wow, and I will damage you. Yeah, he got to go, too. That old shit got to go. They, they they have mismanaged and mispersonnel group this whole shit, man. This whole shit. You got healthy scratches sitting on the sideline. You're not using your fullback. You're not using Donnie Holmes. You're not using on, so-called boy. Bill. You're not using these players, man. You're not using these players. He even took fucking Raglan out of the situation, and he was actually helping stop fucking Rockin'. And you took him out of the fucking situation by putting him in a, a crazy-ass spot. Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So that, that whole shit can go. That whole then shit can put, go. Hold on. Hold on, bro. No, Don't finish right there. Then put Rodarius Williams in the game, and C.D. Lamb put a double move on him and tore his ACL. Let's talk about that. Oh, I didn't know he got hurt. Must have been over there. Yeah, he out for the season. <laughs> He's doing the most. Yo, the motherfuckers yo, was bandits. Yo, yo, black. They was bandits yo. up in the locker room, bro. The whole team. The shit was like everybody showing up, like 15 minutes apart with bandages on. Put a double, yo, bro. Put a straight, put a straight double move on him and ripped his legs. Yo, straight boondocks kickball, bro. With all of us fucked up on the side. Yo, he was a bum, <laughs> no, what, what what's going on? You trying to tell me CD make your Nini come together and you ain't got no more? <laughs> he put a double move on him and he went to the ground and grabbed his neck. That's how much pain he was in. He, you would think he was Reggie Miller on the floor. Oh, he grabbed. Yeah, his everybody. Neck. That game was fucking horrible. Yo, and nobody man. survived. That shit was final destination from work. Yo, man, that was that know. was the most man. Let me tell you something. Bro, bro, and Mike bro, Glennon sorry, with this I'm whole chicken you, neck man. out of his helmet, forget it. Boy, like seventy years old. I knew that shit was oh. over when he walked into the when he ran into the halftime. I turned. I I looked for the remote, and my son was watching it with me. He was like, "Would you turn it?" I said, yeah, I'm trying to be like, well, four. I was like, look look at the motherfucker running into the halftime, into the locker room. That's what's coming out in third quarter. He didn't even run. I was like, look how he's running. He didn't even, like, well, he even look the part. LRP, I just want to shorten his neck and tighten his helmet. I, I can't look at Mike Glennon. It's the weirdest-looking quarterback I've ever seen. So weird. His elongated so weird, neck is bro. weird. It's weird to me, bro. Motherfucker look like a Beetlejuice character. Yo, he's weird to me. And let me tell you something. Shout-outs. Why we couldn't have RG3 or something like that? Shout-outs to Devin Booker. This is where Cam Newton matters. I'm not going to say nothing else. This is where Cam Newton matters, right here. For real. We, we, th- yo. We'd have, I just want to say this. We would have had Cam Newton last night going into that game at halftime. We would have felt good. We would have been like, all right, then, let's, let's get it. Now, they know we would have Cam Newton last night going into halftime. Daniel would have never came back. He would have still had a concussion. We, I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, he's had a concussion for six years and been on the Baltimore Ravens. Daniel Jones would have been on the Ravens. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> 
But um, I swear I would see the shit out of it. I would still get him. I would still get him. Right. I would get him. Right. I'll go fucking get Odell back. I go get my goddamn uh, Galman back. I go get Galman back. I go get Odell back. Fucking get Cam Newton and GM the shit out of this goddamn thing until you can get rid of these motherfuckers because you're not going to do it because it's too chicken shit to do anything during the season. I don't got nobody right now. I can't, as a GM, call the plays, do this and that. I would come down and say, hey, look, fellas, get them back. I would rather lose with aggression. Be aggressive. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. If you're going to lose, lose because you looking like Devin Booker out there. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about that. What? Why Devin Booker running that hard with nothing? Nothing. Why are you running that um, For the money in it, I mean, get no risk. He is dead Excuse serious. Me. Excuse me, gentlemen. Uh, I have some breaking news. I think we all saw this coming, but looks like Adam Scheffner posting... Raiders owner Mark Davis arrived at the team's facility a couple hours ago and met with John Gruden per source. The two met, and John Gruden will no longer be the Raiders head coach. John Gruden getting fired uh, from these emails uh, and such. Uh, so, sorry about the slam door there. Um, these you know, looks like John Gruden's out of there. Um, it, it's uh, it's over. Uh, ten-year contract. Well, well, you know what happened? Yo, hold on, because I saw that. This is, I this is the real Adam Schefter's page. This no, no, no. Is what not happened with hoax. the emails? What What did he say in the email? Um, apparently it was an investigation, and I believe it was emails between him and his brother, who was on the Washington Football Team staff. So, with the NFL investigation into Jay Gruden's emails, those are also corresponding to John Gruden, and he was saying. Defamate, defamate, or say some pretty fucked up shit about female refs, <laughs> female referees, uh, how there shouldn't be any female referees. He doesn't like female referees. He wouldn't draft a gay player. We shouldn't draft gay players. Uh, and then, of course, uh, things about the protest uh, against the national anthem and, and things of that nature. So, a lot of racial stuff, a lot of. Um, a lot yeah, of yeah, but that's uh, what I heard. The radio, it was racial. I'm like, what kind of racial? Like, what are you? Saying? Yeah, he said that. Um, you know what's crazy? Talking about the, the, the homophobic Negro lover. Real quick, he was talking about the um, the, what is it, Demarius? I forget his Demarius Smith, the NFL PA um, spokesperson or whatever. It was more the racially stuff was directed towards him, towards him. Talking about how his how big his lips are and you know um you know shit like that. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, so the the official the official stuff is uh, he announced the emergence he he announced the the emergence of women as referees, the drafting of a gay player, and the tolerance of playing protesters during the playing of the national anthem, according to emails reviewed by the New York Times. 
Gruden's messages were sent to Bruce Allen, the former president of the Washington football team, and others while he was working for while he was working for ESPN as a color. Clean up your background. Clean up your background. Clean up your background. Start this again. Sorry. So pretty much he had, he denounced the emergence. This is John, in John Gruden's emails. He denounced the emergence of women as referees, the drafting of a gay player, and the tolerance of players protesting during the national anthem, according to emails reviewed by the New York Times. Gruden's messages were sent to Bruce Allen, the former president of the Washington football teams, and other and others while he was working as an ESPN for the Monday Night Football team. The Sports Network's weekly prime, da, 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 in the emails, Gruden called the league's commissioner, Roger Goodell, a faggot and a clueless anti-football pussy and said the Goodell should not have pressured Jeff Fisher, then the coach of the Rams, to draft queers, a reference to Michael Sam, a gay player chosen by the team in 2014. Um, in numerous emails during a seven-year period ending in early 2018, Gruden criticized Goodell and the league for trying to reduce concussions and said that Eric Reed, a player who had demonstrated during the playing of the national anthem, should be fired. In several instances, <clears throat> Gruden used a homophobic slur to refer to Goodell and offensive language to describe the NFL owners, coaches, and journalists who covered the league. Gruden, Allen, the and the NFL – and the Raiders did not immediately respond to the request for comment. And then the rest goes on. It's a New York Times article. You could read the rest. Um, uh, da, 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 it talks about John Gruden on multiple things. So that that that's pretty much it. Um, and now he's no longer with the Las Vegas Raiders for emails spanning, what, seven years uh, that ended – would be three years ago. So yeah. that would have Same been about the time. What, he, it's about it's about the time he became an Oakland Raiders head coach, right? About three years now. Keeping keeping it real. I'm about to say something that nobody might agree with me with. None of us is affected by what he said. None of us gives a damn. We just only talking about it because it's relevant to life, and we do what we do here on this show, and we address all things. I'm keeping it all the way real. John Gruden was saying some things in his private situation between him and his brother. Now, I don't have to agree with everything everybody says because we say things in our private situation that nobody on the show is here. You feel me? But I believe in my heart I don't think that he's racist. I agree with some of his points. I won't say which ones I do agree with because I don't want them to take our show, but that's it. I'm not mad at John Gruden. Sorry you're not there no more. Live the rest of your grown old life and, and, and chill. That's it. So what? Maybe you can yeah, tell I mean, good how to run Yeah, I got to be honest with you, man. I don't, I don't actually care, man. I don't care because something got to happen for somebody to release Release some private information on you to hack you or something like that. Something got to happen. That's my point. And I don't yeah, like Adam Schefter the, pussy ass I, I don't, I don't like what's like happening him. in America it, and all over mm-hmm. the world with that bullshit mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. crazy. And now it's crazy because you used to see the shit in the movies to where they could put your face in a whole film and be like, he was there and all that. They can really do that type of shit now. And so just a regular email and all that. You can't do nothing, man. You can't fucking breathe without somebody being like, yo, I see you breathing. 
Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't, I don't like look, none of look, that shit. Look, this is... I'm going to say this last is my last point. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I, I've never in my life, because you know what I'm saying, I'm 10 years in the 40s. Yo, white males are so fragile right now. Yo, dudes is always t- talking to me about it's tough being a white man. I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And when I say white males, I mean older males, right? I'm definitely talking about 60 plus. You'd be like, yo, that doesn't really matter. No, it does matter. Because that's the grandpas that's teaching the grandsons and all this and that. Whatever they about to go out with. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that shit fucked up. And I'm like, what? You said a father? It's going to be enough oh, people oh, slandering you. You know what it is? You can't say you can't say anything how you feel because somebody's going to fuck up your own shit. You didn't mm-hmm. everybody. So, 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 Black, let me say this, right? <laughs> this shit fresh. So, so let me say this, Black. This shit out here fresh. How long? How long? And I'm, and I'm saying this too, Black, but I'm actually talking to all of you guys. Seven years of emails, right? How long and who was the person to get their hands on all of this information and say, look, <laughs> these things are spanning back to seven years ago. Look at yeah, how he's talking. If it's, on, if, it's no. on NFL, if it's on the NFL, it's on their server. That's nothing. No, hold on. Right. I like to answer that. Point. I like to answer that because I know that answer. I know the answer. So, y'all all know about the Washington. What the fucks have? They've been getting criminally. Their uh, equipment guy has been getting criminally investigated by like serious law enforcement. So, in that process, they seized. They, they seized their training facility and all the equipment. So from that investigation brought to light other, you know, servers and emails that came into the facility. So that's how the emails came to light. So when they were doing the investigation, then that, of course, leaked to Forbes or um, the Wall Street Journal or something like one of the reporters from one of those uh, outlets said, oh, shit, mm. no, y'all see this? This conversation has been happening with prominent active coach. And then shit trickled down from there. But that's where it started because of yeah, but hold on, hold that on, whole hold on. thing so, with Clinton uh, Porter. If it's been open this whole time, because that was a long time ago, if it's been open this whole not a long time ago, a couple years ago, if it's been open this whole time, why all of a sudden they pinpointing these emails. I'm pretty sure it's a lot of right. That's where I'm at. That's what I to the Washington uh, to the Washington football team training facility. That's recent. That's, yeah, that no, I'm just talking about right now. Why are they pinpoint me? Because I guarantee it's a lot of shit in there. I'm sorry. You said why didn't they pinpoint? No, why are they pinpointing me right now? Oh, just because, you know, some um, probably the person who found no, it is look, probably this uh, is what I truly believe. I truly believe it. This is black black conspiracy theory. Kung Fu Kenny, my new name. Yeah, I know your name is Kenny, uh, Chase, whatever, whatever, but that's my new name. Right? Kung Fu Kenny. Look, they get dirt on you. They don't need you no more, bro. That's it. That's just how I feel, man. 
That's a fact. They are about it. They get the dirt, so they just don't need it. Because right now, all this man did was have a private conversation he saw with his brother. Okay, so some 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 clarification on a on a few. Uh, uh, it was specifically uh, five to seven specific emails from July 2011 to uh, the summer of 2018. Um, so individually, just five emails that were flagged by the league in total that were being sent from John Gruden, who was no who was not employed by any league team or officially at all he was a, he was employed by ESPN at the time he was sending those emails to who at the time was a league official on a league computer um so they were they were they were investigating the Washington football team's uh emails from everything if you recall a few years ago uh, there was incidents with Snyder and some cheerleaders. There were also some other incidents with some some dirty emails being sent to some female employees. In that process, they were also looking at all the emails involved with the Washington football team from the top to the bottom. In that, those were the John Gruden emails. The, the, the NFL looked at those, flagged those in the process, and then through all of this, the New York Times got a hold of it. New York Times got a hold of the emails, got a hold of this, made the article, sent the article out, and was giving details about emails that were no, that were not going to be released, emails that were not going to be talked about. The league was going to handle it themselves and do what they had to do. New York Times get a hold of the video. They released the video. Now Mark Davis has to do what he has to do because of the outrage. Now, I can't see a Dave Chappelle comedy on Netflix because of the outrage. That's just the way 2021 is. They took it down? Yes, it's gone. So, uh, please tell me they didn't do that. I'm almost 100% positive. I can double check. Damn, um, I'm going to go look at it. I'm going to go look at it. Damn. I was going to go watch it again. And, I didn't see it the first time. Hey, that's crazy. That's because that's because nerds rule the world. Yeah, but they always telling nerds. I'm just saying, like yeah. that people they just love thinking on people and seeing people go down. It's what they love. Oh, you mean it's like? That. Oh, you mean like publicly? Uh, public, like okay. Like yeah, you know, point dexters. They're just. I mean, yeah. it's a sad state of affairs, dude. It's a, it's a shift in the dynamic of America. That's what it is. They're going to tattle on each other. It's sad. That is so fucking bullshit and sad. Because that fucking comedy special was more about their bullshit-ass ways and what they're doing, what they are now doing again to people, causing them to commit suicide, not even realizing their own fucking trolling and their own bitch-ass... Oh, my fucking God, boy. Yeah, but hold on, hold on. I'm going to tell you the illest shit about it. It is not. It is still on Netflix. For me, to me, I don't care. I don't care no more. To me, it's all out war. I ain't ain't even going to front. Because I, I'm about heterosexuality. I'm about male prosperity. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. I find out that they hating amongst each other in the ranks. Like, 
right, the so-called just regular L-word or lesbian, a war with the trannies or some of them, you know what I mean? Because it's a fight to be a woman, you know what I mean? That's a real thing. I'm like, yo, what the, yo, look, man. There's so much confusion going on, and nobody's paying attention to the real thing. And that's just being exactly. healthy and staying alive mm-hmm. and smelling the flowers and loving the people around you, you know what I mean? Well, people exactly. people can't laugh at them. People can't laugh at themselves anymore, bro. Like when your homies used to clown you on uh, the not on the lie. real shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you'd laugh at yourself, yeah. like you're right, you're right. I got yeah. the whack. That, 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 that's I got the, the whack. You got to laugh at yourself, you know? Yes. The bigger, the, I think, the bigger issue, and we're going to get off this, and this will be the last thing because we have somebody on the line I want to talk about football with, and uh, I think the bigger issue is that you know people think they're really friends with someone until uh, online, until that person online said something bad about them, and they don't really know them, and then they get their feelings hurt, and now they want to destroy them. It's just too much, man. Uh, you can't take everything serious on the internet. If I'm not mistaken, I think we have shakes. Montana, Montana Mondays. Are you with us? Is that you, Shakes? I think I'm wrong. Before that person, before that person goes, I just want to say my last little statement about this shit is: grow the fuck up, you little punk ass bitches. Hey, you stop being a fucking brat. Your parents raised you fucking wrong. You understand me? And I may be guilty of this shit, my goddamn self, but I'm gonna tell you this right, goddamn now: your parents raised you wrong. Grow the fuck up. Just because you be, you be whatever the fuck you want to be. You want to be whatever the fuck you want to be? Now I said, be whatever the fuck you want to be. That's fine, but. Stop being a Bible thumper about the shit. Mind your own fucking business. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't Christian. Everybody ain't religion. Everybody ain't got to be this. You don't have to be fucking seen or marginalized or even feel like you feel like you're now seen just because another motherfucker doing it. That's the whole fucking, this whole society of following the fucking celebrity. Who gives a shit? Stop worrying about these people. Stop trying to be like them and Yo, get no, to be seen. No, but and I'm going to tell you where... I'm, I'm a, my last point, my last point on this, and I promise you, Black tuning out, tells you how fragile households are, how connected people are to their kids, yo. My kids are mystic on these social medias. They are mystic. <laughs> They're like unicorns. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you just got to know what you're doing, man. Again, this is such a this is such a hot topic in today's age, and especially when we talk about being on the internet and what it does for 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 your psyche and and, and things of that nature. And this is the problem or the issue I think is a lot of people want to share their most you know intimate details and things of that nature. They want to share their opinions. They want to say what they want to say because there are a multitude of platforms to get your point across. And then of course when you say how you really feel you're always going to offend someone. And and on this platform or any platform you want to be on, um, you're going to reach so many people you don't think you're going to reach. You may think, oh, only my friends and family are going to see this. You may think, oh, only a couple people that are following me are going to see this. No, that thing gets retweeted, that thing gets reshared, that thing gets resnapped, that thing gets saved and put up later. What happens on this internet, whether it be an email, whether it be a a post, whether it be a video, whether it be a picture, it stays on this thing forever. And if you have any kind of clout, if you have any kind of celebrity, if you're an athlete at at the highest level, you are under the biggest microscope no matter what. You can't say how you feel, when you feel, why you feel, because this is a day and age that they want to push their narratives on you and they want to push how they feel on you. They want to push their 
their thoughts and processes and how they feel is how you should feel. And it doesn't matter how you feel because how you feel is the way it's been. And that did, and we can get into all that stuff. 914-205-5796. I was helped out by my great friend, the Amazing Black Friday. We have J-Rock on the line. J-Rock, we're going to switch this back up. Forget the internet. Forget all the bullshit. X's and O's. Your team. It's a New York Giants Blues Day, Monday. Tell us how you feel. Everything you want to talk about. You want to talk about Patrick. You want to talk about Clapper. You want to talk about Joe Judge. You want to talk about all this stuff. You want to talk about a wide receiver punching someone. Anything you want to talk about, let me know. Nothing really, man. I mean, it is what it is. It's been this way for years, so it's really nothing to talk about. We talk about the same shit every year. Offensive line sucks. Defense can't stop nobody. Saquon Barkley gets hurt again. I'm so like, sorry. What the fuck? Real quick. Same shit every year. I just need to say this real quick. It only helps if people realize to everything that Nacho just said and everything that we're about to talk about, X's and O's, leaving that where it is, please learn the lessons. Don't listen to the rants and then don't turn, take anything from it. The lesson here, ladies and gentlemen, America is it's all designed to keep division. It's all designed to keep us fighting with each other and keep us bickering and keep dividing. We don't have to do it. Stop falling for the madness. Please stop falling for the madness. So that's all I, I had to say that you can't rant like that without letting people know why you're doing it because that part is frustrating. We love people. You need to love yourself and start loving others. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all I got. Go ahead, Jay Rock. My bad. I just had to say that. Now I I, I kind of feel J Rock is is going to repeat himself. He kind of he's at the point now in, in the fandom where he's tired of it, and then he watches a first half, a first quarter, um, and then the, the star court running back goes down, and the offense doesn't look like it's going to be that bad because you have a quarterback that kind of knows what the fuck he's doing. Then he gets hurt, and then all hell breaks loose, and then you know a seventeen to ten game that looks like it's in within reach is now forty four to twenty and you guys are going home trying to figure out how to i, I think Kansas City's up next am i wrong um, Rams. Rams. the Rams we got the Rams man <laughs> flip the coin either one who do you want um th- this is th- either th- this one. is Kansas City it, defense is trash. So let's talk about that. Even with Mike Glennon, we're going to be able to move the ball. And I'm dead serious. They can't stop nobody, moms. Patrick Mahomes' mother can run out the stands, half a uniform on, and get seven yards. What? Yeah. I, the, the, I mean, I think the, I think the crazy, crazy thing the, 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 the crazy thing about that is is that it's been like that for the past three years. Patrick Mahomes just hasn't looked like a quarterback like this, you know. Uh, so – it, it's been easy to win those games. Uh, you know, again, Chris Jones being out That's doesn't true. help. Um, but that defense, I mean, what, what are they known for on their, on their epic run? Being down 24, nothing being down comeback 17, nothing. And that offense, the comeback skills and that of Patrick Mahomes and that offense. You're right. And, and, that, and that defense right. giving up 30 points a game throughout that whole run and then blowing it up. So this is how, this is how they were doing it. Patrick Mahomes' first drive against San Diego, against Los Angeles to win it, 
interception. Goes out against uh, Baltimore, interception. This isn't the Patrick Mahomes we're used to seeing. He's he, he's we're used to seeing him playing outside the, the X's and O's and making plays. So now we have to deal with Andy Reid, and this is what we get. Ball, man. Yeah. <laughs> thing goes from Super Bowl, man. Hey, I gotta be honest with you, man. Look, that defensive pedestrian guy. My son is he, he's looking he's looking normal. He's looking human. He's leading, but that defense, the pedestrian, got no of them. I definitely, I would rather see the Chiefs than the Rams, for sure. Oh, man. We ain't beating them. I mean, shit. We can, yeah, we ain't beating them. We can probably one against their defense. But, yo, our defense is just as equally bad. And they can put up points, <clears throat> no matter what. The defense is terrible. Can we talk about something that is a real thing? And that's Leighton Van Der Esch talking crazy like that about the defense and the game. The right Did y'all read that? The whole squad got me. This whole game got me pissed, bro. The whole squad. Yo, he even had a position coach. Did you hear what he said, though? calling this bum-ass giant. Hey, this shit was, yo, we got our fucking ass whipped and thrown around. Yeah. They literally bullied. They bullied. How the fuck you gonna be just good with that? No way. With none of that shit. You know what? It was bad. Yo, the one thing he said was, "I feel great." It's not like I went through a game and was like, "Wow, man, they're really physical." Some teams are physical. Some teams are not. Some games are physical. Some games are not. I feel. He said, "I feel great right now." Like, I didn't even play. Like, why are you talking like that? You can't even stay healthy, but you could talk like that when you do play? That's crazy. He's not even qualified to talk like that, and he's doing it. And if I was that, I would have that as bulletin board material all day in Patrick Graham sheets. I would get Patrick Graham sheets customized with those quotes all on the sheets. So when he get up and he go to bed and he take that little old Geritol piss during the middle of the night, he can see it too. And, and shout-outs to Patrick Graham out of respect because I know something ain't right. I saw him yesterday when they showed him on the camera. He looking real crazy out here. I think Patrick Graham had like a gastric bypass or something. He looking different, and I'm not trying to be funny. He breathing different, everything different. Patrick Graham looks crazy. He is tore down right now, man. Y'all really got to come and deal with me on this. Something is up with Patrick Graham, man. That ain't even small Luther. He looks crazy. Y'all ain't see him when they showed him in the camera, when he was looking at the defense, when Julian Love, J-Rock, your son is doodle. Did y'all, when Julian Love did what he did? Yo, they, 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 I tell y'all, they playing him out of position. God damn it. I, I understand that. He, first of all, I up. need to know how you let C.D. Lamb go like that and not think about it when you was 15 yards in front of him. How you look Come at on. him run past Bradbury? <laughs> he thought Bradbury had him. He was a pro bowler. Yeah, no, nah, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no had him. Come <laughs> on, bro. There ain't no, ain't none of that. Just Ain't none of that. Bowling, but every every wide receiver, you like that. listen, listen. <laughs> every wide receiver on the planet runs that same route 
with speed and gets past an elite cornerback. Jalen Ramsey gets ran past all the time. But you know what makes him so great? That that rap dude back there. And, yo, that other kid is right there to help out. And then that recovery speed. Bradbury didn't even have to recover because CeeDee Lamb was uncovered. Let's get that out there. He ran a straight go route. He didn't do no hitches, no double moves, no whip wham, nothing, no Kadarius Tonian. That's the new shit, by the way. He oh, didn't no. do nothing except run straight up the field. And Julian Love was like, why, why, why did I do that? I, I, I don't know if you why did I, why did I do that? I, and then they show Patrick Graham, and he going to look into the camera talking about, oh, look, I guess, well, that's that. <laughs> I can't. I can't, y'all. Yo, y'all, y'all don't understand how mad at this dude I am. Yo, I hate him, man. I hate this man. Like y'all just don't understand it. Tay Crowder, you're not a middle linebacker. I don't care if you, my child. That's not your position. You're a help out artist. It was a reason why you was drafted last. That showed last night. Mr. Irrelevant was in that defense. What? He was losing to Dan Quinn. I mean, um, Mike McCarthy, right? That's the, that's the offensive coordinator? That's the OC for Dallas? Who goes to Yeah. Huh? McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, right? McCarthy. What? Yeah. Yo, he... I'm going to keep it real with you. He ran up on Tay Crowder and ripped the eight off his jersey. It was just four on the field because 48 was not there. He ripped, yo, you ain't see what he was doing to him? He had Tay Crowder out of position the whole night. What? Oh, you want to play this graham cracker defense? I got you. Gentlemen. Go route, out route, scene route. Yeah, Kellen, Kellen Moore was doing that. Too, oh, Kellen Moore. God. Okay. Look, okay. The, understudy, yeah. the, understudy, the understudy to Jason Garrett, uh, oh, Jason my. Garrett, a.k.a. the Red Heron. Um, thanking him, man. And this is second, you know. Second oh, my world. God. Black. Go route, scene route, out route. Drag route, curl route, will route. Non route, scene route, post. Skinny drag post curl. Hitch curl drag. He had it dialed up. Amari Cooper limped out of the game. Came back two plays later and caught a 22-yard crossing route. Let me just be quiet. I'm going to mute myself. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all don't got nothing to say? I let that go for nothing? I thought somebody was going to jump in right there. Nah, bro. Because I'm reading, I'm looking at the routes that they're running. I'm looking at the routes that they're running. And when you got those type of route runners against that type of soft zone, matter of fact, I know what I want to talk about. When can we cut a Dory Jackson? When is that possible? What is he on the field for? He, wasn't you excited when they picked him up? 
Why you gonna cut him now? Me? No, I'm not. I'm, I yeah. was not a shakes. You mean that shakes? Oh, I don't care about him I'm like that. Oh, okay. He is little man to everything, not little man Tate. He's little man to everything. What? Yo, I seen him give. Listen to me. I seen him give Ceedee Lamb an eleven. I'm dead serious. An eleven yard cushion. It was <laughs> third and it was third and fourteen. He gave him an, an eleven yard cushion. I e I imet, I'm sorry. See, I'm going crazy. I immediately texted my brothers and said, "Did you see how far he had to come up just to make the tackle one yard before the first down, and they went for it." Third and 14, and he was 11 yards down the field away from him and gave up 12. I said, nah, this, 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 this can't be real. This can't be real. Patrick Graham is going through something, fellas. They come out and he had like a bypass or, or, or congestive heart failure or something. I'm not making jokes about that. He doesn't look healthy. His mind is not right, and I'm scared. I'm scared for Patrick Graham. I think he might kill over at any moment on the field, and I'm dead serious. That cortisone shit doc is not going to help him. Something is wrong, and I don't. I, I'm trying to not. I'm not trying to be funny. Patrick Graham was chubba bubba when he first came here two years ago. He is looking like the dude who is sneaking at the end of the night when you like Patrick. What you doing? No, 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 no. I'm tired. I'm just, just trying to get low. He he looked like it's happening, man. Y'all, all right, nobody feeling me right now. Nobody feeling me. The nigga is sneaking crackers at night. <laughs> oh, he's still crazy. So he don't, he, don't, he don't look crazy? Patrick Graham don't look crazy? The hat. Yeah, you're saying you're like... Y'all ain't looking at the fitted? Okay. All right. You, 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 so what you saying? He, he, he messing with the snow? He playing so, with the snow? Yo, I'm trying to tell you, Pat. Yo, listen to me. The product might be 50% cheaper. I'm telling y'all something wrong <laughs> with this dude, man. I'm telling y'all this, man. Wow. It ain't normal, bro. He does not look normal. The eyes look oversized. The 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 teeth is bucking. Yo, he something is wrong with Patrick Graham, man. Y'all think I'm playing? I'm not playing, bro. I've never been wrong about this. Every time I say it, we come back on this show and y'all be like, "Yo, he said it. Yo, you said it." He, I'm like, "Yeah, he thought you was playing." No, man, I'm not playing. Something's wrong with Patrick Graham. The neck is bony. He looked like he got dorsal plates. On his back, like something ain't right, man. Something is not right with this dude. He's not calling the defense. He's just out there trying to get through whatever's happening in his life personally. He's not trying to release it. I get that. But, yo, man, it's showing up on the field, man. Like, yo, yesterday when I saw him talking, I said, oh, no. I won't even call him Patrick no more because I feel sorry for him. I think something's going on. Like, 
That's how serious it is. I won't even disrespect this government, bro. Something is up with this dude, and we need to check his health, man. Them shirts is big. Maybe he believe me, Kim. He be throwing up. Yo, we got we yeah we gonna we gonna we gonna see what's up. Whatever it we is, we gonna see no, what's up. We can't we can't see what's up. We done seeing what's up after five games. Remember, we done seeing what's yeah. up. This shit is over. That's a fact. Oh, they got to go. They got to go. We seen what's up with his game. That's a fact. This game ain't shit. Yeah, hey, he might as well convert to Jehovah's Witness. Because whatever he got going on, yeah, Sundays, knock on doors. Don't stand on sidelines. Knock on doors. Have, have cookies with you. Something. You ain't doing it. You ain't doing it. And if anybody hire you as a defensive anything, they bug it. I swear, I, I upgrade. If I'm, I'm uh, firing everybody. I'm firing everybody. I don't care about the optics. I don't care about the pulling the trigger. I don't care about giving it a chance. Nope. I'm firing fucking everybody. And I'm upgrading Sean Spencer. I'm upgrading Fetty Kitchens because they ain't got shit to do with this as far as I'm concerned because you haven't even fucking seen them. Just like Shula. Where was he? It's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Was he even there? It's a myth. I haven't seen him on the sideline at all. I think once or twice. And I think I've seen him in the background of a picture. Get rid of all of them. Upgrading kitchens because you can't find an offensive coordinator. I get that. You can't find anybody new right now. You got to work with what's in the building. I upgrade Sean Spencer. I upgrade Freddie Kitchens. I fucking, uh, oh, shit. I'll probably get us the head coach. And I'm firing him in the media. Calling Dino Davis and say, I know it's in the middle of the season, but you know, I got a circuit. How about come on over? Middle of the season. Dude from Miami with the Magnum PI mustache, he did it. I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it alone. We got two offensive coordinators. I forgot the donate. We used to be the coach of Miami. Got a Magnum P.I. mustache, and now he, he do the news. Oh, he used to be the... Uh, I know you talk. He used to be the coach of the Chicago Bears? Yeah, something like that. Got weird-looking dude. I know you talk. Looks like hunt ducks and shit in, in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> I know you talk. <laughs>
and you can speak to direct moves of why it looks that way. You got rid of Zyber. Yeah. You got rid of Dalvin. Not if you ask Lorenzo Carter. <laughs> it don't look worse. I, I truly believe we're going to bring up some new coaches, right, which is crazy, like, to undermine the head coach. He's a weird, he's a weird individual anyway. Look, check this out. You're going to have to bring in a steady guy on defense that's been doing this for a minute. I know what he's doing, but he's up and coming. And you're going to have to bring in a young, innovative mind on this offense, man. Start with these old-ass people, man. I gotta, I gotta give it a chance. Damn, boy, this tough. Man, his name's out there. These motherfuckers ain't got nobody in the room, man. Call Pepper Johnson. Nah, they don't want to go outside of their room. Why, why, why can't we? Why can't we do that? Why can't we bring in somebody who has yeah. been a cornerstone or intricate part on this defense and give them the job? Why can't we call Pepper Johnson and allow him to be the defensive coordinator? Why can't we get a, a guy who was in here who knows what he's doing, who was damn near a coach anyway? You know what I'm saying? Why can't we do that? Why we got to go out yeah, here? Patrick ain't got Graham. to stay like that just for the year, you know, and make it known. Like, yeah, yeah. We were short yeah. notice, man. We need, mm-hmm. I got to get rid of these guys. They ain't doing it, but I believe you can. James, I James Dolan, to, I seen you in, in New England. I seen, I seen you in other spots. You know what I'm saying? Your all your defense is nice. You got to run for it. Come on in and see what they you can do with him, these guys. They should make him assistant or something now. Like they got to do something. Yeah, something. I don't know man. what they it is, man. I want to. I want to Johnson years ago, man. That's a when fact. When they were looking for D coordinator, they didn't want to pull the trigger. I don't know why this dude is so scared, man. And you can see the difference because Steven, um, uh, Steven, oh boy, Matthias, 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 don't want to, want to, um, coach or nothing. Like a dude like him who's smart, articulate, you know what I'm saying? Know what he's doing. He just wasn't the top talent, but he was involved. He knows schemes. He know what to do. Like that's the type of dude we need. We need Kiva Nuka. Matthias Keith. Yeah, yo, bro, you know how smart he is. Bro, everybody talked about how smart he was. Fucking Giants ruined his career, bro. Putting him at fucking linebacker. He was a defensive end. They fucked his career up. And and what and look what he did when he got a chance to be at defensive end. Look how he thrived when he was at defensive end. Probably don't let him. Yeah, then they moved him to linebacker and shit, and faded out. Right. Because they felt he had so much lateral quickness that they put him in that position. And then you got four demons on the line at the same time, which I get how they thought it was okay, but his IQ and intelligence is crazy. Why, why Antonio Pierce ain't our defensive coordinator? Why Why they ain't happening? Huh? Why that didn't happen? He a head coach? He a head coach. He's in Arizona. He's a defense coordinator for Arizona. Um, see, see what I'm saying? Where, see what I'm saying? Uh, he went, um, Oh boy, they used to be on ESPN. They used to coach the Jets. They you play to watch the game or to win the game. He's the head coach, and Antonio Pierce is his D coordinator. You talking about Eric Mangini? No, right? No, no, no. Um, Black oh. dude, you play to win the game. I can't think of nobody named today. You used to coach oh, the Jets. Oh, 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 the, the elder Herm dude, Herm Herman. Herm Herm yeah, I yeah, know what you're talking about. You played to win the game. I think his name is Daniels. 
Jay got an arm. He grew. He grew up. He was. He was kind of bad last year and the year before. I actually been watching him, following him. I seen yeah, him the black kid, right? He With got, the dreads. Nah, this dude was like a like a Urkel looking dude. My foot look like Kevin Campbell. Like <laughs> you said the quarterback. Yeah, quarterback's name is Daniel. It's for, for Arizona, right? Is didn't they just play? Um, they just played. Um. Yo, who did they just yeah, play? They play? I just like watched Friday this kid. Yeah, they played yeah, they Friday play. night. They had they played a real hard game too. Like it wasn't they was in it in it. Like it wasn't like no Jordan game McLeod. they played. Yeah. He is he he number three, right? Number three, number four, one of them. Number four. Yeah, he number four. Yeah, he yeah, right. He is all right. He tough. Yeah, I'm talking about his Well he's he's out for he's the rest of the year. Oh, number eight for the for which team? The quarterback. Arizona Wildcats? Quarterback Arizona Wildcats, yeah. Oh, not the Wildcats, right. no. Um, the, the red team. The red Arizona team. ASU. So he's talking about Arizona, Arizona State. State. Right, because I'm bugging. He's talking State. about the Sun Devils. Yeah, Sun Devils, yeah. The okay, yeah, folks. see, because yeah. I'm like, Arizona quarterback got dreads. You like, you uh, like, uh, Trent, I'm like, Trent, yeah. I remember Trent, Trent, Borgett. Trent, Trent Borgett. That's one guy. Or Jaden Daniels. Yeah, Jaden Daniels. That's nice. There it is. Here it goes. It is nice. I'll tell you who, on a lighter note, I'm going to tell you who be bugging. Deion Sanders be bugging. We're going to talk about that for five minutes. Deion Sanders be bugging. Yo, y'all don't see him? I think, yo, y'all don't, no, no. Let me ask first, because if y'all don't see him, I'm not going to talk about it too much. Do y'all see Deion Sanders? What he doing? Do y'all see him or no? Like right now, what do you mean? Yo, yo, yo Deion Sanders is bugging. Deion Sanders got straight up and down a, 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 a thick ass Cuban link with the Jesus piece at the. Yo, y'all not watching Deion Sanders? Yo, he look like Run DMC on the channel. You talking about? Yo, he is dead ass. He is dead ass, yo. Deion Sanders is dead ass. Yo, he really thinks he in the 80s. You can't tell him nothing. Yo, he had gazelles on the other night. Yo, he had gazelles on with the straight black domestic violence lenses in him. With the gold rope sword, with a two finger ring. Yo, y'all not watching Deion Sanders, bro. Y'all gotta see this dude. He's dead serious. He's dead serious. They like yo prime. What's up? He like yo. You got to look good when you out here coaching. You know, and like you got to set an example. We got to look good. I'm like yo prime. You like sixty two, bro. <laughs> he got a whole sweatsuit on with the diamonds. <laughs> yo. He got the diamonds on a Nike check, fam. I said, yo, what's up, Dion? He got, yo, he got the diamond, the um, the glitter, the silver glitter on M1. I'm, yo, this, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. He don't know how went, to chill, bro. 
and and, and yeah. I don't I don't think it, I don't think it could be Dion without without any of that. Um, we kind of went over. Uh, we are about eight minutes left on air. I want to get some closing statements on the air before we get on up out of here. Um, and then you know it'll probably carry over into the recorded time. You can hear some of these gentlemen's closing statements and how they feel. Um, but first and foremost, uh, Dan C. Uh, let's get a closing statement for you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for you know giving your opinion on a couple things there, um, especially the softness of the of the of the society we live in. Uh, Dan C, go ahead. The floor is yours. Yeah, just good hanging with you guys. Good weekend of games. I was at the Charger game. Insane. That was crazy. Crazy thing to witness. Going for it on fourth down in your own territory on your own twenty-four yard line. That takes some brass stones. That's I wish I had a coach like that, but uh, it, was, it was a great time. And one thing about the, the uh, Giants game, I did watch it on the Game Pass, the, the fast version, um, so I could be a little bit informed. I want to give, uh, I think his name is J. Ron Curse on the Cowboys, some props. Because when Daniel Jones was stumbling away, when he got up, he was, gonna, he was stumbling forward, and he ran up to him and, and helped him, like, stay stable, stay up. That's cool, man. I like to see that. That's brotherhood. You know, that's that's the shield right there, bigger than the game. And I just want to give props where it's due, but not so much to the dude that hit Daniel Jones, even though Daniel Jones did lead with his head. So, But I, he, the Jabril Cox, he had a uh, Instagram story kind of celebrating giving Poole's concussions. It was someone else's post that he reposted. But either way, that's whack. But J. Ron Curse, man. Heads up, class act. I like that. And, uh, you know, Giants till we die. Hope we see them turn this around before we do that. But uh, love you guys and uh, enjoy the rest <laughs> of the game. Mm. Love you, DNC. Thank you. Uh, J Rock, sir, uh, final words for today on this Monday. Uh, anything you want to say before we get on to your closing statement? Hey, man, good show, man. Even though I missed most of it. Um, if, if, if John Lara has any kind of uh, balls, bro, he would make some changes today. That's all. Mm-mm-mm. Black Friday, sir. Closing statement from you. Anything you want to say before we get on up out of here? Thank you, our music. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, man, great show. Um, shout out to the people in there. Everybody, man, you know what I mean? Stay safe out here. Stay uh, better people. You know what I mean? Hug the people, love the people, man. Um, stop paying attention to the nonsense because it's easy. Read a fucking book, like an actual book. Touch it. Stand the table, read it. Um, drink water. Shout out to the people, man. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm not sure. Thank you, thank you, Black Black. Uh, LRP, sir, closing statement. Anything you want to say before we get on up out of here? Hell yeah, man. A lot to say. Still a lot to say. Still more to say. But I'll save it for another day. Bottom line, I agree with Rock. Streets need a motherfucking body. Need a couple. But they need triple bodies. They need a fucking quadruple bypass to take out this heart and put a new one in there. Because they got moved around yesterday, and it wasn't even pretty. 
And you can't possibly sit at that podium and talk about you're pleased with the player's effort, you're pleased with this, and then people want to say, yeah, we fight back. Whatever, you didn't fight back. One person fought back. And you're probably living off of that. One person, which is the rookie that they haven't let play. Personnel decisions are terrible. Merrill, you need to step in or step to the side, bro. Give it to a sibling, just like old boy did down in Dallas, the same team that whipped up on your ass. That team was put together by Stephen Jones. Make no mistake about it. That team was put together by Stephen freaking Jones. With the overall CEO giving his nod and this, that, and the third, signing the papers and Jerry. But when he released the reins and decided to take back, he's still a celebrity. He's still going to be in front of the cameras. But football operations, Stephen Jones. And you need to pass it on to a sibling or something because this blowing head shit that you're doing every year is getting old, bro. And um, we're done. Five games in, no, you're done. Make a decision, pull the trigger, stop holding your dick. You don't use it now. You're at this age. So do that. People stay off the daggone internet. Leave the social media alone. Stop being inclusive to these celebrities and then wanting to see yourself in them and all this old craziness. The shit don't exist. The world don't exist. You just finished watching a whole goddamn bunch of dumbass people show up at a museum that don't nobody know what goes on inside, and you call it M-E-T, M-E-T, which is supposed to be short for or whatever. But don't get it twisted. It's not M-I-T. It's M-E-T. It's for your entertainment. Stop getting sucked in. Go to M-I-T to get some intelligence. Like Black said, read a fucking book. Lastly, you give Kiwanuka uh, a job offer to come up in here and infiltrate this thing. It should have be like a scene in life at the end when he was like, you know what? I want you to shoot him. I want you to shoot Claude. Ray, I'm going to give you the gun. And he said, you know what, boss? You don't want to give me that gun. I'll probably shoot you with it. That's Kiwanuka. And then Merrill's like, well, that's the wrong answer, boy. <laughs> but I hope he say it, too, because then he'll be like Gruden and be on the sideline for calling motherfucker boy. So I hope that shit do happen, matter of fact. So that's all I got to say. Mm. Thank you, LRP. E, the chosen one, closing statement, anything you want to say before we get on about this beautiful place called the Shakedown? Uh, I love what my brothers always talk about, man. And um, what more can I say, brother? I didn't broke this thing down. For anybody who doesn't know, here it goes one more last game. John Mara is James Dolan. You're going to beat your head against the wall with no helmet. You're going to be on the bus that's sky blue. You're going to be as frustrated, and your blood pressure is going to rise as if you're eating salt sandwiches with no water at 3 o'clock in the morning. He is a clown. He's not an owner. He's not an organization figurehead. Tom Coughlin showed us all that right there. He gave us the blueprint. Walk away from this dickhead and don't touch his hand because we don't know what he's doing with it. He's a clown. James Dolan's clone. Test two babies. I don't understand what people don't get. Kish needs to stop fucking with these bitches and come on and chill and get some 
and act like he understands what's going on. I know you want to hear half the shit, Steve. Just come on, man. What are you doing? I know what you're doing out in California. I done seen you in the smoking jackets with the little diamonds and shit with the bitches around you. You need to chill out. You're old as shit. I know you're doing the whole Redwood, Viagra, Cialis shit, but it's time to calm down and act like you really care about your football team. Steve Tish don't show up till we win. He got a cigar, a couple of holes, and a cognac in the back. It's time for you to step to the forefront and act like you really do have a football team. Where is Steve Tish? I know where he at, but I'm just asking y'all, do y'all know? Catch him in Beverly Hills at the little Boulon Rouge shit exactly. on the corner. Dude in California. He do not care at. about none of this. He don't give a fuck. He is wiping <laughs> pussy hair off his jacket. <laughs> he, yo. About his money. Just it's listen money to what I'm saying. We have a racist organization that does not care about promoting the melanated man to the quarterback position. We have a James Dolan's clone with the meatloaf face that has to say something because his family's name is at stake. And we got a 70-plus-year-old playboy still getting bitches pregnant, giving them whole life contracts and child support, wiping pussy hair off his blazer from having a cigar and the finest wine that was sitting around since 1862 from a vineyard that they didn't fucking use slaves in the Revolutionary War for. Like, what is going on here? What's, what, what are we doing? This is what we are rooting for. Steve Tishka can less who's hurt or who's playing. As long as the mm-hmm. seats are filled and his pocketbook is goody. He's giving that money to hoes. Steve Tish is making it rain in California. <laughs> y'all think I'm playing. I wish I could laugh with y'all. He's dead ass over there. Y'all ain't watching what he do? He poke out one, two, three with the private jet, get the fuel, have three of them little skinny blonde hair bitches walk down the little stairs with him and keep it moving. He is dead serious about his lifestyle. That's a fact. All on Shark Tank and shit. He don't care about none of that. Well, yeah, he was in Shark Tank, bitch-ass motherfucker. For real. How you Tank on Shark what? Tank filling the motherfucker's dream? Filling the motherfucker's dream <laughs> your team in the fucking nightmare toilet. Fuck out of here. And came on here and said, listen, Steve, and- I got six holes in the back, three in the front, two on the side. What we doing? Nope. Ain't going to get it. 15 holes and left. <laughs> nope. Ain't going to do it. Ain't going to do it. Ain't invested in that. What a thighs look like. Where we at? You got pictures of them? You ain't bring them here with you? We done. Yo, he is living foul, son. And we all know it. And that's why we losing. Because that karma is coming back to us on a regular basis. That's why players are getting injured. We, we, we might as well sage the football field. Call Kyrie Irving. Tell him to run 100 yards with the little Renge Cure incense. Because this <laughs> is getting bad. This is getting bad, bro. bro dudes is losing their season off trying to make tackles in the open field. 
Corbin Patterson. <laughs> yo. Yo. Yo, man. Y'all playing right now, bro. Y'all playing on this phone, B. And I'm not. Y'all, y'all, make, y'all trying to make me laugh. Mm, mm, mm. Up, y'all trying to get me to laugh. And I'm not going to do it. No. Because I'm tired. You, you the one who threw that shit in there. He said the ring ain't <laughs> Think about it, right? I need y'all to pay attention for a second. Let me break this down. Why does she have to go do that? Do y'all remember? We're we not going to talk about, oh, she needed it for meditation. No, she did not. Tina Turner did not need meditation for her life because she was in a place where she needed some spiritual upliftment. She started exactly. a Renge cure because he was dead serious with the boots in the limo, it was domestic violence. She needed a ringer cure for the DMV. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and, and on that note, uh, it, it is it was a great weekend of football. Um, the Shakedown loves every every single one of you guys. Thank you for coming on. It's been a great show. Uh, Sixteen to three, Kansas. Uh, Indianapolis Colts over the Baltimore Ravens right now in the four minutes left in the third quarter. Um, man, uh, there's not much to say other than I hope you guys come and see us tomorrow or listen to us tomorrow, not your average Tuesdays. There will be a show. Uh, it'll be great and set up so uh, we can share it for everyone and let you guys know um, what we'll be talking about. Obviously, Shakes will get his fantasy stuff. We'll hear Shakes' thoughts on his game. And we'll keep it moving. Uh, Like I say every other time, um, I love stats and facts. A combined 362 yards uh, from Jamar Chase and Devontae Adams from the wide receiver position this weekend. Oh, it was great to watch. It was great to see, especially when you're 4-1 heading into Chicago. So let's get it done uh, on to Chicago, uh, and we'll see how the Packers do next week. Um, Man, it was a fun game to watch, especially when you come out as a victor. Again, not your average show tomorrow. Uh, check it out. Uh, the Shakedown will be back. We'll talk about everything and again. I can't wait to hear what Shake's got to say about this. Been stewing, been steaming. Couldn't get on today for some personal reasons. But, man, it's going to be awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yep. The Shakedown. Yes. No, I just want to make sure that y'all call me after the show because it's important that I talk to you guys right now off the air about what's going on because some things have been turned around and, flipped around and we need to get this together because things have been paid for already and things is in session already. So we need to get it done. Please call me when this ends right here because it's imperative. Obama. Okay. All right. Let's get it done. Like I said, that's one of the barks, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Holla at us. The shakedown. You know what to do. Um, Man. One more time, 914-205-5796. Y'all should call in tomorrow because it's going to be lit. I'm telling you. Somebody's going to be mad. I'm talking about somebody's son tomorrow for about an hour and how the dynasty's over, the Chiefs are done, and Pat Mahomes wishes he could fit into Aaron Rodgers' shoes. Y'all have a great evening. Y'all have a great night. I love every single one of y'all. Oh. 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 Oh.